keep moving. Maybe, you can check maybe it. I believe that. You can check it all you want, man. You can check it all you want. I don't care if I'm wrong. I just want this card, man. Dude, it's a scarf. You put a real stake on this this fake game that yeah. we just made. Nah, my mom's knitting some scarves, so I'm gonna get you one. <laughs> Only if you get eight of ten for quality. Brothers podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Oh, wait, actually, not right now. I'm in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, joined by my co host and my brother. I am Luke. I am also in Philly, and it is episode 125. And we have a special one because we are actually together. We are together, just two brothers hanging out like brothers do. Yeah. Um, episode 125 is going to be, eh, I don't think it'll be too long, but yeah. you never know how long we'll talk. Um, We'll talk a little bit about the Atlanta game, and by a little bit, I mean about as many goals as they scored, just as much as we'll talk about it. We had an amazing day today at Media Fantasy Camp. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the friends we saw there. End of, award, not, end of year award nominees were announced, and we'll talk about that. Supporter Shield, national team, I'll give Luke a little quiz, give him a chance to win a prize, and uh, we'll preview... Charlotte, oh, prizes involved. <laughs> prizes involved. I know. I didn't. I was just peeing and thought about that. So I'm excited. Yeah. Inside look to how I go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right, Luke. Last game uh, we played as the Union before this international break was zero zero versus Atlanta. Yeah. No, it was a it was a bad game. I know Andre Blake made some heroic saves, and it was awesome to see him in the spotlight. But aside from that, it was it was a bad game. Offense was terrible. No shots, at least no shots on goal. Um, it was rough. Uh, not not a, not a very. Um, I don't know. It doesn't give you a lot of confidence, but it, it's it, this team is still too, too good that it, it, it can be a blip that we don't have to worry about too much. But it was it wasn't great, and at least they got the tie. Tie on the road is is still good, and we're still in in a good spot with supporters. You look, but uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't the best game. Doing their best uh, U.S. men's national team impression, eh? There you go. Eh? There you go. Eh? Too soon. All right. Um, yeah. I, very forgettable. Yeah. Just the old adage, a point on the road is good. Sure. And, uh, well, we have two games left. Two games left. Two games left. And so let's just jump into a Supporter Shield talk. So okay. we've got Charlotte this week, Toronto for the following week. Um, thoughts? I... I mean, yeah, I should. I say we should feel pretty good. Um, I know this Charlotte game is going to be. Seems like it's going to be in some tough conditions with uh, the storm heading up up north. Um, so they'll probably be playing in probably some rain, some wind. Um, might not be the best conditions. And I think there's going to be a football line. They're gonna the be... football lines will be on the field. So, the soccer lines will be in yellow. Yes, that's not great. Um, not that that's a huge factor, but just more for really us. weird that that's a, really weird that that's even allowed in MLS nowadays. When like, yeah. if you're an expansion owner, it, like I feel like part of the deal is you have a soccer stadium, and this football line should not be yeah part of the allowance for you coming into our league. But hey, you know, he's a billionaire, so yeah, yeah. that's that's really where it counts. Um, but yeah, that's an all that's unfortunate. Um, it still should be a winnable game. Um, Charlotte's decent, but not great. And they, they are still technically a, a alive in the playoff hunt. Right. 
which I think will be good for the union because I think they play up to the competition. So if a team is yeah. playing good, then yeah. they'll step up. Whereas I think if they were just and like, like they need points, so they'll probably be pressing and they won't be you know sitting back as much. So mm-hmm. I think that that bodes well for us. We can hand them hand on the counter, and and it's I think it's harder for us to, to break down that that low block that that sits in. So. I, I'd say that, that that does been well for us, and they don't have a lot of like world beaters. They have a couple of Polish guys that Swidarski's a good dude. Yeah, and but not not someone that's that's too worrisome in, in my mind, at least. Um, the weather might be the biggest impact of this game, and yeah. and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Union kind of deal with that because I feel like in the beginning of the year when weather was more of an issue, we weren't at our best as a team. We really right. hit our strides when. Is the summertime nice weather and everything? I don't know how much of a factor that is, but yeah, yeah. it's it's something, right? Yeah, and I mean it's just going to be a sloppy game. Um, it's probably not going to be a big high scoring game. Um, so hopefully we we get an early goal and we can just lock it in. Um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be kind of a wild card. It's just going to be one that have to see disciplined and defense will have to you know hold strong and and just keep control as, as much control as it can with the the weird bounces and skids that, that will come on that field so we'll see but you know still, still a lot of confidence in, in, in our team and I'm sure they'll have a oh, they have you know they've had plenty of time to prep for this game and when, mm-hmm. with their the international break so I, I think they should be ready to go and they know how much is on the line so it, it should be should be good but I yeah. feel like they didn't have a crazy amount of travel from like players and the team being sent out different places I mean the U20 kids were they're in Mexico. Out and about, yeah. Um, and, and then Gazag was in Europe. Right. Aside from that, I think that's... Did did uh, Baizo, did he go do anything? Maybe. And I, know, I think uh, Brujo did too. I don't... And that mm-hmm. was still in the Americas at least. Okay. So, yeah, um, yeah. So so hopefully it's not too too daunting. I mean... Yeah, and they had enough time to get back and to recover, I'd say. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I think we should be good. Everyone seems everyone's healthy. There's there's not a lot of like issues there, so it should be full squad. And I, I, yeah, we should be able to t- take care of Charlotte no matter what the conditions are. Agreed. And so we'll do our preview of the Charlotte game, I guess, later. Just kidding. We just did it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's get into the super. Oh yeah. Uh, the reason AJ's up here. Yeah, yeah. I came up not just to see Luke, not just to record this pod. Those are just bonuses. Um, let's say about three years ago, me and Luke started this podcast with the idea that uh, maybe someday we'll be considered media and someday we'll be invited to a media fantasy camp at the Union Stadium. And today was that day. Yeah. And holy smokes, I lived out some dreams. Yeah. Um, and that is no exaggeration. That is exactly the words that AJ said when we started this podcast. This is this was a goal of ours to, to make it to this thing because this is yeah, a dream of ours to play on with in the Union Facilities. facilities and in front of curtain and all that happened today it was really really cool so first of all thank you for anyone and everyone who has listened to this podcast you're all wonderful and i'm going to send you all jerseys um personalized uh and luke will be actually you'll be uh paying for those so thank you for that um great so send luke your address and he'll yeah. get you a personalized jersey. anyway and, but, and a big thanks also to matt Ralph for maddie giving us this opportunity because it was through the game that we got the invite and Matt gave us the, the invite because he knew how much it was, uh, 
how important it was to us to, to get this experience. So uh, so was, dorky, but it was. Yeah, it was <laughs> he, Matt, you gave us a once in a lifetime. Well, maybe twice, depending on next year. I'll say, uh, <laughs> but once in a lifetime experience. So thank yeah. you to all of our listeners, Matt, Brotherly Game, everyone. Yeah. We're just so thankful, yeah. and uh, we we really just had a really great time. So thank yeah. you to the union for inviting members of the media it was great getting to meet all kinds of different people yeah. tiktokers nbc news people um we got to hang out with some of our good friends uh oh paul catrino loves i don't get to see you very often so i was excited to see you and yeah. get to hang out with you austin great to meet you saw uh johnny football kevin kincaid um James Curtin, Jim Curtin, you might know. Um, all kinds of just really cool, yeah, a lot of cool people. people we met, and yeah, it was it was a good time. Uh, one of the, one of the biggest takeaways right away was um, one Jim Curtin knew who we were. That I peed my pants a little bit when he knew that, <laughs> but he's super tall, so that's cool. Yeah, crazy tall, but the nicest yeah. of people. Like he had no reason to be nice to anyone, and he was. The nicest person there. Yeah, I so, mean, like Paul, you're nice too, but Jim was even nicer. Yeah, he's just so personal. Just came up with chat with everyone, and, and just it's super casual, not like putting on an act, you know, like you be, people have to do in certain events. But he was just, you know, being himself and being being cool and, and easy to talk to. We asked him a couple of like questions, nothing too serious, just like little conversations, and it was just it was just a cool experience, and, and didn't feel he didn't feel bigger than any of it, and it was it was just really really cool. If you didn't know that he was the coach, you would not know that he was the coach of the number one team in MLS right yeah, now. And, and a guy who could be a, a coach at, at a bigger team, bigger leagues in the future because he's that good. And, and he doesn't doesn't show that in his personality, which is just such a cool, cool part of him. And I don't want to break any news right here, but uh, while we were in the locker room, he did say that he is the Philadelphia Union coach right now. Which kind of leads you to think that he's going to be moving on to uh, the national team after Greg is like up. But anyway, um, I, I kind of hope that never happens. Yeah, we have, yeah, we'll get to the national team later. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so super fun day. We got to watch some film, um, did some stretching and agility stuff, and then we got to play, and it was just fun playing with we a bunch of people. We got to play in the stadium. Yeah, in the stadium. It's wild. That grass is pristine, and just being on that field was a was a dream. It was it was really cool. Yeah, so when you're like, man, they spend a lot of money on turf and grass and they keep redoing it. Well, uh, first-hand account, um, that grass one is softer than your mattress yeah. and firmer than your mattress all at the same time. It's, it was it's wild. just the perfect grass. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just we're super thankful, super... We've been scrimmage, we just scored a goal. I, I wasn't going to say that, but I guess it needs to be brought up. <laughs> I did score a goal. Um, he scored a goal, and then I ran to grab my phone to record the next play, and then it, it, and then he skies went over the over the goal. But you know, it, he did score. It, it did happen. It did. Afterwards, we got to hit PKs. <laughs> One of the two of us scored. We there, might tweet out the videos of, of yeah. those results. It was it was good. To be fair, there were no goalies, so <laughs> you would think it was an easy goal to score. But when hey. you see someone's hey. video, they made it look pretty hard. A couple, we got a Nashville player over here. <laughs> All right, cool. That's enough just gushing about how yeah. lucky and thankful we are. Yeah. So thank you again to everyone who listens to our podcast yeah. and lets us be Doopy Brothers in your life. Yeah. Um, and and we might have a special guest coming out of that event too. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Stay uh, tuned for that. Well, a tall, a tall fella who you may all know. Yeah. 
Um, he's so tall. It's crazy. It's crazy how tall he is. Like you're pretty tall, and he's taller by a lot. You could just ended that sentence with pretty. I'm pretty. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Um, All right, so end of the year awards came out. Uh, I guess each club kind of gets to nominate a couple players for MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Newcomer, yeah, yeah. So Luke, I'm going to give you our players, and you're going to give me a percentage chance that they have to win, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll give you both union players for each category, so you can kind of divvy up your percentages. Sure, sure. Um, don't forget there are plenty of players from other teams yeah, the nominated. The lists are huge. The lists are so huge. Yeah. Like, like coach of the year is like almost every coach. Darlington Nagby is on the MVP list. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So Union's two nominees for MLS MVP, Andre Blake and Daniel Gazdag, of course. What percent chance do you give either of them to win? Uh, hmm. They, they, neither of them are, are high favorites. I, yeah. It's hard to say who's had the edge now because Gazdag was leading. He still has you know, incredible stats and had a great year. But like Blake maybe has the end of your momentum with his his great game against Atlanta. Yeah, he's obviously like the best goalkeeper in the league. It's it's tough for a goalkeeper to win this award, but if you know you know we're in the supporter shield race, if that happens, like it. It could be easier, easily given to one of our players, and mm-hmm. and he would be the player that maybe has the the MLS kind of resume to maybe earn that a little better. Yeah. Then like I mean, Kaza has a great year, so it's, it's hard to discredit any of that. I, and it, I, it's it almost feels like it's too early to say because if you know we we pitch two shutouts win supporter shield, mm-hmm. that would be on. Blake, Blake, but it's also but like if we do that and like Kazak scores three four goals, more goals or whatever, yeah. yeah, you know, like that's that puts them in a, in a pretty high high threshold. Yeah. So all right, so we asked about percentages. Yeah. So, so I would say I give them both maybe like fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how. That, so a one in three chance basically that a union player will win. Yeah. And, even, even still feels high. Yeah. It's but it's it's still probably going to be either probably Mukhtar is the favorite and Jerusi's next. Um, so it's, it's still probably going to be one of those guys, but I mean they're 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 making it interesting at least the uh-huh. our union guys. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. All state goalkeeper of the year nominees. It looks like the union only nominated one of our players for this. Interesting. Um, and that'll be Ander Blake, Andre Blake, <laughs> Blake. Um. Yeah, I'd say he's probably. I'd say like ninety. Gotta be. 90%. Gotta be the favorite. Yeah, yeah. Like it's. It's. You say ninety. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Is that low, like or high? Like I, I don't know. Ninety is like a very big number. But. Yeah, but like it's, it, I, I can't imagine anyone else. Like he's if he's if we're talking about him as MVP, mm-hmm. and no other goalkeeper is in that conversation. He has to be the goalkeeper of the year then. Like that's that's got to be like by default almost. I guess so. Yeah, uh, Zach McMath is also on the list. Just well, a little shout out to our guy. That's cool. But you don't think Thomas Hassall from Vancouver is he on the list? He is. I thought he's like not even a full time starter. You're. Um, I might be right. Big fan. Big fan. Interesting. Okay. All right. Defender of the year. Now this is this was a little controversial with uh for the union because the two players nominated for the union were Glasness and Wagner. Yeah. No, no Elliot. Yeah. Keegan Rosenberry is on the list though. So oh, that's cool. Between those three, Keegan, Wagner, and Glasness. Uh, yeah. Tell me why Keegan will win it. <laughs> just kidding. We just love Keegan. Yeah, we do. Um, it is it is a kind of annoying that Elliot isn't at least nominated because yeah. he's he's earned that. I I almost want to give the edge to Wagner because of his his assist stats. He could almost be in the MVP category, right? Like that's a pretty big deal for a left back. Um, 
but I feel like like center backs are more traditionally given this this word. Mm-hmm. So I could see Glasnost still probably being the favorite. And again, if we win supporter shield, that would give him probably the edge. I don't know who also be a front runner out of like other players uh, because Talent. I feel like all the yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they've been not great yeah. this year. Um, even though he is a, he is a great defender. I I think I think a union player should win this award too. I yeah. think we're being maybe a little, maybe it's being a little greedy saying that we'll have you know Blake and you know. Uh, but when you look at how few goals we've given up, it makes a lot of a, sense. That... A, yeah, our, our defense has been an elite defense in this league's history. So I, I think we should we should have that award no matter who it is. So I I guess combined maybe like seventy percent. Okay. For one of those two guys to win it, which, which, just give me which one is ahead. Maybe, maybe Glasnost because of center backs probably getting easier, easier getting the votes. Fair. But I wouldn't be surprised if if I'm wrong and it's and Banger is more voted on. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you were wrong either. Yeah. Um, all right, newcomer of the year. We had one newcomer of the year, Mikhail Yua. What okay. do you think? What now? This list is. A lot of names that I can't pronounce, but uh, maybe I should go to the list too. Lorenzo Insigne. <laughs> okay. That, that, Chai Chai Alini. Okay. Okay. That, that that fits fun for maybe one or two names, but yeah. Um, I I I feel like that's got to go to like a Cujo or maybe Taxi. Um, yeah. Unless unless Taxi. Oh yeah, he's got some issues. Got some, um, a little bit of a. So maybe that's not, not a good look. But it, it was up there. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really think about him as being much of a newcomer. But his stats have grown, and, and he's he's been good. I, I'd say maybe like a maybe forty percent chance. Forty percent. I like it. That sounds decent. But yeah, there's. I feel like there's got to be other names, and I think Swiderski. He might be. Okay. Yeah. He might be up there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I feel like he's just the only one from Charlotte who I've been like. Oh, and actually, I think Cucho was also a guy Cucho, that got in some trouble. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, he's still had a good year. Uh, They'll probably just give it to Insigne because he's like pretty famous. That's it's probably would, him or Giolini. It's, it's one of those two. Wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe forty, and that's maybe high, but I, I don't see a union player or you winning that that award. Okay. Yeah. New uh, young player of the year: Jack McGlynn, Leon Flach. Um, just let you know, Jesus Ferrer is in this category. Oh, uh, then no. Yeah, we're not gonna win that over him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've they've had good years. I don't know if their like stats are really there. Like Flock has played a lot and, and does a lot, but he's not the kind of player that shines in in the, in the awards category. Right. And Flock. I mean, our Emma Glenn is great, but he hasn't. Doesn't, I don't think he gets enough minutes to really be qual to qualify for mm. this, this kind of award. Comeback player of the year. The only one we got is Carranza coming back from. Miami. Yeah, yeah. He's up against Iguain coming back from a smoking cigarettes. <laughs> uh, also Miami. Also um, Miami. Yeah. 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 This this is a weird word because it's such a. It's, it's just like, like everyone has a different definition of what you're coming back from. Yeah. I feel like it. It's like um, Bobby Bobby Wood is on the list. I feel like it makes sense for players that are coming back from injuries. I feel like yeah. that's the, the easiest or most. I don't know. Because you got like Aaron Long, Aiden Morris, Jordan Morris, all coming back from injuries, all yeah. pretty good. I, yeah, I mean, Carranza's got to be up there though. He's, yeah, he's probably like a top five yeah. candidate. Candidate. Um, so maybe I'll give him like twenty, twenty five percent. All right, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Do you agree with all those picks, or do you care? Uh, I, don't, I don't care. Um, <laughs> knew that was coming. All right, MLS Coach of the Year. Looks like the Union nominated uh, Jim Curtin. Uh, fan of the show. <laughs> big, big fan. Big fan of ours. Uh, he's he's got to be a top three. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's him, between him and like uh, Chirondolo, Nancy, Nancy of Montreal, and uh, Wolf too. Noonan. Noonan oh, Wolf. Yeah, yeah. I think Noonan might be the yeah, favorite. That that makes sense because of just how bad they were, and yeah. and they're like within shot of like a home playoff game. Yeah, like they're they're looking good, and and they're a team to worry about, that I worry about. In, in the playoffs so him and maybe and Nancy too like that's a team that like Montreal is not a team that no anyone really expected much out yeah. of this year because they're in Canada yeah and also was it it was this year that like before the year Henri last right was yeah it, that was this year yeah, yeah yeah so like they were kind of in a flux and he just kind of took over and, and made them really really good so I think between them and, and Josh Wolf too like the second year and, and they're mm-hmm. playing so well yeah, second place in, in the West yeah, yeah that's that's pretty commendable. Trundolo, like he's done well, but that's like there's so much talent on that team right. that it's it's less on him. It's like you you brought Bale over. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's been a couple of the other guys, and and Curran obviously is up there, but I'd say give him like maybe a fifteen percent chance. Fifteen. Like okay. Yeah. Just because of how those other guys have probably have a better story. Right. Yeah. Know? Yeah. You know. So. Um. All right. Last last one. I'll throw at you. Assistant referee of the year. <laughs> Ian Anderson, Chris Elliott, Corey Rockwell. I mean, I thought about this a lot. And Elliott's been great. Well, when you look at the stats and the film, <laughs> I think Ian Anderson pops off more. You know, he's an underdog. I agree. You know, yeah. he, he's had a, you know, he had a strong end of the year uh, with his offsides calls. I mean, they've been great. And when he chooses a throw-in, like, that I mean, flag it's goes definitive. out. It's yeah. definitive. You're not it's questioning. Great. All right, this is stupid. Let's move on. Um, cool, cool, cool. What do, you, do, do you want to do your quiz? Yeah, I'm are we kind of like play. at that point? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we're at that point. Um, <laughs> my kids' Halloween costumes just came in, so I'm gonna stare at my phone while we're on the podcast. Oh, this but is great. it's great good content. stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I got a little quiz for Luke. Yeah, um, you're in a notebook for this. I got, so I'm, I'm a little worried. Yeah. Um, so on the best soccer show, they did a cap or crap quiz, and so I was like, oh, I should do a quiz on union stuff but we don't have caps and so i just looked at wikipedia so if any of this is incorrect matt ralph um don't correct me just understand wikipedia was uh giving me my numbers so luke i'm gonna throw a question at you and you're gonna answer it um if you get eight or more i will buy you a scarf oh wow is that a real is that a real thing yeah, I don't care. Okay, cool. I didn't. You're letting me stay at your house, and uh, all right, this is you're you're gonna get me another sixteen point. Okay, so once Luke gets back from the fridge, yeah, yeah, will, yeah. Once he gets back from the fridge, we will start this. I've got a list of questions between transfer fees, DPs, shutouts, goals, and appearances. Okay, look at him. Good hustle. Good hustle, young man. And I'm back. And he's back. All right, Luke. That is a loud crack. 16, uh, 16 point devil's backbone folks I'll tell you tell you what Jim Curtin and the coaching staff have a bunch of devil's backbone in their fridge alright Luke we'll start with appearances we'll start with a, an easy stat okay since we both got an appearance today I guess we yeah, are that counts. I, I'm counting it that's it, my cap yeah put it in the wiki books yeah. um, oh, I got a goal today and an assist but I don't want to keep bragging <laughs> I didn't do any throw-ins okay Luke more appearances for the union 
Jack Elliott or Brian Carroll? Ooh, interesting. Ah, uh, oh, man, Carol's around for a good while, but I want to go with Elliot. Elliot, yeah, Elliot had a hundred and has one hundred and thirty-eight appearances. Oh. Brian Carroll has one hundred and eighty-three. So, okay, all right, you can still get two more wrong. Okay, okay, Oof. or one more wrong. I don't know how math works. Another we'll appearances. Uh, <laughs> I'll count up yet, but we'll see. Luke, another appearances. Who's got more appearances? Alejandra Bodoya, Shannon Williams. Darn it. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't make this easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a scarf. I, I, I it's, a scarf. <laughs> it's a scarf, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna just give it to you. <laughs> um, I, I still wanna play recency bias. I think I wanna say Bodoya. Bodoya has 165. Shannon William has 155. Oh. You are correct. Okay. You're okay. one for two. All right. We will go for transfer fees. Okay. True or false? David Akam is the highest transfer fee in union history. In union history? Um, I want to say false because I think it was surpassed recently with either you or Kron or uh, Gostock. So, David Akam was the second highest yes. transfer fee. Yes. Number one, Montero. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. That was wrong, but still right. All right. And that might be a hint. Oh. All right. <laughs> True or false? Matai Orovich. And the reason I chose this, because it's funny, me and Luke both wore sexy season shirts to the stadium today. Oh, yeah. Matai Orovich is a top three transfer value. Paid for the evening. Oh, I'm gonna. I still want to say false because I, I. I don't think he was more than if because it's if it's Montero, Akam. I, I want to say. I mean, I hope Gazdag or, or you are more 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 expensive than him. Now I will say this is Wikipedia. I don't know if it was updated, but the last time it was, he was number three. So you're wrong. <laughs> I think I'm gonna fact check that. But, yeah, uh, you, you can fact check that one. I agree. I agree. Well, was there is there a number attached to that? One point one million. I think we're past that. With the, uh, I'm gonna do some my own, do my own research. Yeah, on this yeah, one. you do that. I'm just like, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Those new guys are not mentioned at all in the Wikipedia. Yeah, so uh, I'm a little skeptical, but we can keep keep moving. Okay, okay, because we can we can pause this if you want. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll go into okay. Uh, Michael Oriola joins the union for a team record 2.8 million transfer fee. Okay, so I'll give you that one. Yes. Okay, well. <laughs> Sorry, so, much for our, so much for our bad. sexy season shirts being anything to you. All right, <laughs> do you want to go down the category of DP or shutouts? Um, uh, I mean, we're going to hit both, right? Yeah. So let's do DP first. All right. One of these is not a DP. Okay. Freddie Adu, Claverson, Akam, or Aristagueta. Um, Akam was. What were the first? What was the first one? Freddie Adu. Freddie Adu. Claverson. I think. Akam, Aristagueta. I want to say Aristagueta wasn't. And again, these are from Wikipedia. <laughs> uh huh. 
David Akam. He was not? not on the D- DP list. Huh. So the guy that you said was, in your mind, the, the high, second highest transfer fee was not, not a DP. DP. I, I might check that one too, but we can keep moving. Maybe, check maybe it. I believe that. You can check it all you want, man. You can check it all you want. I don't care if I'm wrong. I just want this scarf, man. Dude, it's a scarf. You put a real stake on this this fake game that yeah. we just made. Nah, my mom's knitting some scarves, so I'm going to get you one. <laughs> Only if you get 8 of 10. They are more quality. Luke said, hey, we're together. Don't type on the computer. Hey, and I now mean, he's checking all my questions and typing out. <laughs> I brought a pen and paper. <laughs> all right, shutouts. Who has more shutouts? Brian Silvestre or Rice and Bully? Oh, man, that's such a good question. It is such a good question. Wow. Silvestre, he played. He didn't play that many games. And shout out to Todd Lewis for doing, he does off-season like uh, trivia stuff. Yeah. This made me feel like him, and it's super fun. It, this, I mean, I'm having fun, too. Um, hmm. I mean, I, I think I want to say Silvestre. For more shouts? Yeah, just because I, I want that to be true. Luke, Brian Silvestri only has five shoutouts. Ray Samboli has one. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> that is awesome. Well done. Wow. That's All right. hilarious. Who has more shoutouts? Zach McMath or Andre Blake? Zach. Andre Blake. I'll tell you, one has 32, one has 29. Oh, that's close. Yeah, and Andre Blake is the correct answer. Okay, okay. But I was impressed with how close it was. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. If that's. I guess that's good. Advice, but... Sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, now we're into goals. All right. Okay. So okay. the real money makers, as you're fact-checking everything, <laughs> I see you over there. I'm still on the become DP, but I haven't found it. <laughs> yeah, there's no proof that he ever was or was not. Mm-hmm. All right. Who who scored more goals for the Philadelphia Union in history? Roland Alberg or Fafa Pico? Oh, that is a good one. Um, I know they're both in the top 10. I feel like I've seen that list recently. To be fair, I didn't look beyond the top 10 because uh, that's what was on Wikipedia. <laughs> so, uh, man, I'm sure Todd does a much more thorough job of this thing. I'm sure of that too. Um, I, I think Alberg has more goals. Roland Alberg has 19 goals. Okay. More than I thought. Yeah. Fafa has 21. Oh, man. Okay. 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 I did. So did, I think I lost the. That's three questions wrong. I yeah. do a bonus though. I pulled up a bonus. Okay, and I can still. I I might fact check and. and yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do. It's it's cold Injustice. up north. You might need a scarf. <laughs> Who's got more goals? Danny Mwanga or Chris Pontius? Ooh, I think Pontius. Pontius is Pontius had at least one or two great years with us. Yeah, I thought you were going to say at least one or two goals. No, yeah, yeah. Pontius has 16 goals. He led the team in goal scoring one year. Yeah, that's, I remember that. Yeah. Danny Mongo has 12. Okay. He is number 10 on the all-time leader, so mm-hmm. he'll be he'll be bumped off real soon. Yeah. In fact... <laughs> he probably is. Gazdog has beat him. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, noticing, noticing something. As of... As of March 8th, 2020. Okay, so this list is a little behind. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, all this stuff has not been updated in a while. Okay, yeah, so this is cool. I'm glad it into the coaching records that hasn't been updated since 
2018. But no, that feels like that's numbers. Okay, anyway. Um, so, I'm, so Andre Blake still has way more shutouts than the McMath after, after two plus, two more years of being a goalkeeper. Uh, uh um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> more goals falling apart. The frick, <laughs> more goals as of Wikipedia in 2020. Corey Burke or Andre or Alejandro Bedoya as of 2020. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, you, now you got me all so I'm sweating here uh, okay so alright so Burke or Bedoya Bedoya was 2020 that's he's been here oh, maybe that's like two years three years Burke was probably similar I probably would give it to Burke 20. it is raining this note again alright let me just adjust my numbers here as I <laughs> do this <laughs> It's so funny because it says to present, but it's not actually the present. All right. Yeah. All right. So that's <laughs> goals. And one, six, ten, sixteen, twenty-two. Who did you say? I think Burke has more as of twenty twenty. All right, but by does your answer change by twenty twenty two? Maybe. Well, I need an answer, Luke. <laughs> we're just, we're just still maybe What's the here. question. Okay, uh, currently then? Yeah, currently. Um, so I went through twenty twenty two on Wikipedia. It's probably still close. Oh, it's very close. I'll say that. It's um, very close. I might still give it to. Hmm. Burke is leading in twenty twenty two. Last year, he probably still had more goals than Bedoya. I'll give it to Burke. Also, Matt Roth is probably like just rolling over. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say in his grave, but he's alive. Um, Andre or uh, Corey Burke has 19 goals according to numbers I counted. Alejandro Bedoya has 22, so you're wrong. Just <laughs> <laughs> that gigantic uh, thing you right. know. Good luck doing as well as this, I, Todd. I earned a scarf after this performance. Yeah, we'll All right, if you get this question right, according to Wikipedia and the caption underneath the picture. <laughs> This is a chance. If you get this one, you might have enough correct answers to win the scarf. <laughs> Who was the club's first DP in 2011? The 2011 first DP. Hmm. That was so not good. First DP in 2011. That wasn't Freddy. That was later, right? Um. Hmm. I feel like it was a really random name. I I don't think I have an answer, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna see Freddie. Freddie who? Adu. Freddie Adu is correct. Wow, Luke, well done. Okay. All right, Luke. One, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have seven check marks. Oh, that's a shame. I thought you had closer to well, a scarf. I, I'd say we could round up. Seven out of eleven. Seven eleven. There you go. Seven days a week, eleven hours a day. All right, cool. Well, that was fun for uh, all of us. I think we all enjoyed that. <laughs> kind of forget that we're recording a podcast right here. So, um, I that's good. No, they, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll good job. Talk, we'll talk scarf business later on. Yeah, we'll uh, take off the air. Off um, the air. We've got a caller on there now. <laughs> call him. Do you want to do Charlotte predictions and then call it? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think we're. 
Gotta get out of this embarrassing thing. <laughs> um, Charlotte predictions. Yeah, you oh, gosh. gosh. I'll, I'll just say one nothing Union. Yeah. On uh, Karan's goal. Nice. I'll say two zero on God's dog and Burke. There you go. Yeah. Cool. That seems feels like a Burke. Yeah. Goal. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. Well, uh, like we said before, thanks for being listeners. Thanks for making us the Duke Brothers. Thanks for supporting the union. Today, we got to live out some amazing moments, not because of us, because of you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, all right. Anything? I, 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 days like this make me really, really happy to be a union fan. The, it's just a really great organization how they put on events like this for, for people like us and they are really caring people the staff coaches everyone just just really cool and, and we just, we, just have a, we, have a, we have a great thing going yeah and so. it's so it is really grateful for it yep so as we always say thanks for listening and keep being good people Union Gold Go!